Welcome to the Happier You podcast. I'm your host, Bonna Normando. The Happier You is about encouraging each of us to connect with our unique self and figure out what our personal happiness looks like. Not what anyone else thinks our happy should be, but what really fills up our cup and brings us joy. Each episode is about exposing you to new ideas, perspectives, and tools to help you build more happy moments into your day-to-day life. Your happiness is your responsibility. So let's get this figured out so you can start living your best life today. All right, happy people. Welcome back. So today we have my friend Janine Rusick on and she is a professional organizer. And the reason I invited her back today is because when I joined her group coaching, she had us do this thing called a calendar conversation. And so I've invited her on because it was so powerful for me. I wanted to walk through it with her and explain to you how big of a difference this made in my life. So before we get right into it, I just want to say, Janine, welcome. Thank you so much for joining the Happier You today. Oh, I'm super happy to be here. It's fun to hang out. Uh, Janine and I are in an accountability group, so we actually get to cheer each other on and chat every week. I'm excited about this conversation because Janine's calendar conversation was such an epiphany for me that I wanted to share it with you. And so I asked her to come in and uh, and help me do that. So I'm going to explain what it is. And then we're going to kind of pick Janine's brain to probably clarify some of the stuff that I'm sharing, the reasoning behind this is part of her organizing routine. What would you call it? Your formula? Yeah, I think it's just one of the key elements of the work I do. It's not just what we do. And sometimes I'll be working with clients if we're just doing a restoring order and it's a big project. Sometimes I need to clear the space before we can even have this kind of conversation. Mm. When you do group coaching, especially when COVID came along and we were shifting, I needed a tool that would allow people to have a focused conversation with themselves, be able to work on their own projects and then move forward, but also stay in the group context. So this might be helpful. When I initially was doing calendar conversations, I would do it with the one-on-one client virtually. It's a conversation. That's why we call it a calendar conversation. They would talk, I would type, and it became a conversation. And then I would send back to them the conversation that we had just had. And so this way it freed up their brains so that they could think about things, I would capture the thoughts for them. And then they could work from that format. Well, that doesn't work in group coaching. Mm-hmm. So the experience is a little bit different from what I've done with my one-on-one clients, but the outcome is still really awesome as we listen to each other during the group coaching, live out each individual life, but then we get to see how it's coming to fruition. And I think that's some of the treasure of what you experienced in the group coaching context. Absolutely. And I love that you called it a conversation because, I mean, I know it's called calendar conversation, but you said a conversation with yourself. And I'm a big fan of that. And I didn't realize that that's essentially what you had us do. So let me explain uh, for the listeners what my experience was. And then you can, like I said, clarify what I'm talking about. So the first time I came to one of your group coaching, you it was the beginning of the month and you had sent me this, I don't know, three or four page document. And you said, okay, we're going to work through this. 
And there was a bunch of questions about expectations for my month, what was going on, you know, if I had trips, birthdays, special events, what I was doing for fitness, personal care, home projects, all this stuff. And so you just kind of said, you know, set to work and start filling this out. And I had told you afterwards, it was pretty uncomfortable for me to fill this out because we were talking about it in this group environment. And I was uncomfortable with that much attention. Later, I found out most people are uncomfortable with the calendar conversation the first time they do it. And so, you know, just like anything, misery loves company. It's like, oh, okay, I'm not the only one. So for anybody who is interested in this experience, it is definitely overwhelming the first time that you do it. And then I showed up to my second month of group coaching and I was excited because you'd sent out the form. I had filled it out way more comfortable with it the second time. And you said, and how was it? And I said, oh, it was so good because it was such a great experience to look at my month and say all these things that I thought I wanted to get done. But then when I was realistic and said, well, hold on, I have spring break, I have company, there is no way I am going to complete everything that I expected or wanted of myself. There's just no way. So I said, what I realized, and I giggled after I said it was, you help me organize my thoughts, not just my month, but my thoughts and my expectations. And I think because this is the Happier You podcast, for me, I was giddy because you know, when we disappoint ourselves, when we set big goals and expectations, and then we don't meet them, it's heartbreaking. We get upset. I know I judge myself. I get upset with myself. It's something I'm working on, but it's like I was setting myself up for failure. And then you gave me this beautiful tool to go, well, hold on, let's change our expectations because there's all these other things going on in my month. So like I said, when you just called it a conversation with yourself, I'm like, yes, it is. It's almost self-coaching. I think that's what you've done in this handout is you created a self-coaching so that you don't have to walk through it with me. I can walk through it with myself. And then I show up to the group coaching and I understand these conversations that we're all having about expectations and these are my goals for this month. And it's really fun to hear other people sharing theirs because now I know what they've gone through. I know the process that they've gone to to say, I'm doing my taxes this month, or I'm challenging this closet this month, that kind of thing. It's so fun to share in other people's wins because we've kind of all gone through the same process to get there. Does that make sense? It does. And I actually have a question for you. Okay. Um, When you came back the second month, because one of the first questions that I ask is to review last month and record your notables. They don't have to be like amazing things, but big or small. What happened for you when you started the conversation, reviewing and seeing everything that you had done the month prior? So it was, it was a huge win. So not just small wins. It was, I mean, it was a bunch of small wins, but the big win was that I had set realistic expectations. And like I said, I had always planned my month. I'd always put my anticipation and recharge events in because that's part of my happiness plan. But it's like you took me up to a higher level to look at my whole life to say, okay, that's my happiness plan. And then this is my work plan. And this is my family life. 
And this is all the other roles that I have is, is essentially what your calendar conversation did for me. And so those notables, I'm getting really good at them because I mean, I, I have my daily small wins, but now I have this other expectation. So those notables are easier and easier every month. You know, nothing is too small to be notable. <laughs> so that's a very, you know, there is a specific reason why I have certain questions where, but when we start with that, how did that impact you moving into the next month? That's when I realized how effective the calendar conversation was. It just clarified. It clarified my goals and my expectations. And it motivated me to go, oh, I'm doing this again. You know, like I said, as uncomfortable as it was the first month, um, I definitely warmed up to it by the second month. And by the third month, it's not it's not a negotiable for me anymore. It It's just part of my monthly prep. I couldn't live without it now, I feel like, yeah. Uh, So basically that, you know, what we just talked about was section one and two and that, you know, like section two basically says, what are your current projects for the next 30 days? That, like I said, I had that realization that this is not realistic with everything going on in my, in my life in that month, this is not doable. So then I learned, I have to say no to some things. I have to ask for help or i have to say yes that's a goal but not for this month that has to be moved to another month and that is so empowering and beautiful and like i said when i came back to the group and you're like how was it i'm like you helped me organize my thoughts and then like i said i giggled because i'm like oh yeah you're the organizing lady that kind of makes sense <laughs> but a lot of times i mean to be fair a lot of times when people come in and they think of organizing they think of organizing the calendar organizing stuff, cleaning out a closet, right? But if we enter into it in a little bit more holistic viewpoint, all of a sudden, as you're starting to take action, there's more intent. There's more, I don't know, feedback as far as, oh yeah, this is what I'm about. And so it becomes easier. And like you said, clarity. Mm -hmm. Because I can keep coming back to this when I'm starting to go out into the stratosphere or get distracted then it brings me back to, oh, yeah, yeah, that that can come later. It's not a no and it's not a never. But for just this month, for the next 30 days, these are the things I promised myself that I would be addressing and touching. And so that's why the project question is really important. And if you notice, we do it at the end so that you can start to evaluate. And some people with projects, we often get a really long to-do list. so. I'm, I mentioned to people, you don't, you can't even really do 10. Some of the experts talk about four to six main projects. We'll have many projects that might be attached to it. I'm just curious for you, how many projects were you able to narrow it down to? This is a project. It has a beginning and it has an end. And I'm committed to touching it. You might not finish it that month, but I'm committed to move forward and take action. Did you have six, eight? How many did you pick? That is a great question. I just did the current months. And I think it's important to point out that, you know, one of the questions that you ask is, what do you want to get from the next 30 days? What would cause you to celebrate at the end of the month? Another friend had had me do that for my year to help me set yearly goals, but I had never drilled it down to a month. And so I find that powerful because, again, you said, what would cause you to celebrate at the end of the month? Well, that's those notables. What do I want to fill in my notables for next month? So I'm looking at this month that I just did, and I had two work ones, 
-hmm. and one personal like projects, not family, but project. And then I had two family ones. So that's, okay. what is that? Five? What did I just say? Two, four. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. And I would say that still feels like it's, it's going to take dedication uh, and focus, but yeah, no, I'm with you. I don't, I think 10 for me would feel overwhelming. Now that doesn't mean that one of the work ones doesn't have some breakdowns, like, you know, in order to get that project done, there's these subsets, right? But projects, yes. Right. Yes. Right. Exactly. So well done. People really have a hard time narrowing it down and they often can have a hard time differentiating between a to-do and projects. Mm. Well, it's something I've been working on. Um, and again, I just want to come back to the fact that the, that the realization I had in group coaching last month, when I show up to group coaching, I'm like, I need to be clearing out a bookshelf or, you know, you help me work through my shoes. And so I was thinking, oh, I need physical things to touch. And then I had this realization that, you know, I have all this mental load about home projects, like not my business. Working in my business is easy for me because I love what I do. But there's these, maybe stressful isn't the right word, but there's these projects that are not going to be easy. There's multiple steps, there's resistance, there's digging, there's sitting on hold. And I realized that, again, I was really stuck in, oh, I'm I'm with Janine, I'm organizing, it has to be stuff, physical things that I can touch. And then I had this aha moment that I have scheduled with you two hours a week of group coaching slash organizing, because you don't just coach, we work and, and talk to you as we, you know, different people talk to you as we work through stuff and we learn from each other. But what I realized is I'm like, oh, I'm going to use this time to get some of these projects and they're like on the phone, on hold, whatever, but get them off my mind. And and again, it's a project. Like you say, these are projects that have multiple steps that need to get done. And so that for me just felt so amazing that I'm like, oh, I don't have to physically touch things. It could just be organizing my thoughts and my projects, I guess, in a way. Does that make sense? It does. And I think it's an element. So at the beginning of the month, it's a little bit heavier on the thought process. We're creating the framework. We're getting the blueprint. We're setting up. This is where this is where I headed. This is what I want to be true about me by the end of the month. But what happens is even though you're doing some of that thought process, you're still doing a sweep. So we're using action, right? right? With the thought. And then that thought and the thought process automatically leads you into action. So we have to marry the two. You can't just, sometimes if you just do action without the thought, that creates disaster. If you do the planning and then the planning, and then you reevaluate the planning, and then you reevaluate the planning of the planning of what you were planning, nothing done. So it's one of the magic things is identifying, okay, what's the next action? Mm. What's my next action that's going to get me forward? And so you might have this global picture of this really big project, but when you recognize, oh, all I have to do right now to move this forward one little inch is to pick up the phone. Do you see action, thought? So it's all interlaced with each other. Yeah, I like it because what you just made me realize is the group coaching, it's still in action. Like I was still 
it wasn't necessarily physically touching things, but I was doing something. Group coaching is the show up and do some action, right? Let me ask you a question. You were sitting in a chair. Did you touch your phone to make the phone call? Yes. Did you happen to have a piece of paper? Yes, I was taking notes. Oh, and you were touching a pen. So those are all physical, visible actions that I, on my side of the screen, even though you were muted and doing your own deal, which is often the case, everyone's off doing their own deal. These were visible actions that I could see you doing. So actually you were taking action. You weren't just thinking about it. You were doing it. Yes. And and the fun part of it is, is at the end of the call, then, you know, we all unmute and share and we get to celebrate with each other, which is pretty cool to be able, you know, like just like literally celebrate in that moment that yes, like it is not 100% done, but the wheels are in motion and Mm -hmm. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. So that's pretty fun too. And I do remember when you were sitting on hold, but the the beautiful part was you were still dealing with being on hold. Here's the beauty of it. You waited long enough and you got the person that you needed. Your motion did not end at the time our group session ended. Because later I got a message, ta-da, got the greatest um, helper. Yes. And now I'm feeling so much better. So it carried, it bled into completion. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So one more thing that I wanted to talk to you about is section three Mm -hmm. and you call it create more of what you want. But what's really fascinating about it for me is you say, imagine the kind of woman who is already doing what you want to do and has what you want to have. And then there's a few different questions to help clarify this. The thing I really love about this is, you know, what is she doing that you could also do? And so we had talked about this the last time you were on the podcast is that visualization of, I see somebody else doing it so I can mimic it or do similar things. And I really love that clarity because now that I have clarity over my month, I can envision someone who has successfully done that month. And what does that look like? And I really, I am visual. So that process of thinking about it is so powerful for me. And then I really love the very last question says, who can you ask for help to get there? And I think, again, I'm not the best person at asking for help. But it is so humbling to realize that yes, there are people out there that I can get advice, encouragement, or even, you know, accountability to say, by next week, I want you to ask me this question, have I done this? Because a lot of times, you know, my... (laughs) My most productive moment is the hour before group coaching or two hours (laughs) before accountability, right? Yes. I want this for other people, Janine. I like that's why I wanted to have you onto the podcast because this was such an eye opener for me. I felt empowered. And so when I feel empowered, I definitely feel better about my life and ultimately happier. So I would love to encourage people to go through this process themselves. So What's the best way for people to learn more about the calendar conversation and working with you? Right now, okay, you mentioned, oh, at the beginning, I was overwhelmed. I was in a group setting. And for those of us in the group, we love hearing the new process because it reminds us of when we first started. It also encourages us. But now we've started um, an intro to group coaching where I walk you step-by-step, ABC, through the whole calendar conversation, we have there's a little bit extra of 
You know, what are my current roles and responsibilities? What are my current interests? Because all that really impacts how we're going to live our lives. And so that was probably one of the best. It's a four-week class that helps you get kind of the nurturing that you need one-on-one, where everyone is in the same spot where you are. And then you're able to move into the group coaching with full stride, being able to really understand the language that we're using and the dynamics and to be able to really focus on what you're creating for your month and for your life, really, just one month at a time. All the people doing that walkthrough are new. And so everyone's kind of at the same spot. That's cool. That's that feels very nurturing and supportive. I love it. What's your website again? You can go to theartoflivingsimply.com. But what would be easier is just go to janinerusick.com, J-A-N-E-N-E-R-U-S-S-I-C-K. That's me, dot com. I just want to say thank you again, Danine, for walking through this with me. I hope people take you up on this offer to walk through it and just use this powerful tool in their lives. So thank you for what you do. Thank you for sharing your beautiful self and heart with us. Do you have a quote? I forgot to see if you had a quote. An unplanned day usually becomes a day when our weaknesses emerge and flourish. And that's from Mary Kay Ash. I love the idea of having soft plans so that we have some tracks that we can follow without it being militaristic or rigid. But an unplanned day usually becomes a day when our weaknesses emerge and flourish. And I can relate to that all too well. Mm, I think we all can, let's be honest, right? As I continue on my happiness journey, I am identifying different things in my life that I want to upgrade. I've learned to love and accept me for who I am, imperfections and all. However, as I continue on this journey, I realize things that I no longer want to be a part of my life. Some of those things are indecision, clutter, and self-judgment. When I started to work with Janine, I was going for less clutter in my life. Well, I'm slowly working through that and figuring it out. But the huge aha that I had in doing this exercise with Janine was to realize how I set myself up for disappointment time after time. Instead of rolling into a new month full speed, I've learned that by slowing down and taking the time to look at all the roles in my life and all the goals I have for myself, I can learn to be more honest with myself about how much I can actually get done. And if I want more done than what I'm capable of doing, I need to learn to ask for help, delegate it, or let it go for another month or time. I think happiness is easier when we don't set unrealistic expectations on ourselves. I think this tool helps us figure out when our goals are unrealistic and we're setting ourselves up for failure. By slowing down and really taking a look at everything we're trying to stuff into our lives, we can figure this out. Remember, it's a journey, not a destination. So we need to figure out the long game and be our own best supporter in helping us to live our best life. Like I said, I never saw this benefit from working with Janine, but I am so grateful for this realization. Despite the initial discomfort in this calendar conversation exercise, I am so grateful for this tool and her guidance in implementing it in my life. All right, happy people. Remember, when you have a choice, choose happy. Have a good one and go get your happy on. I have to giggle because last time it was like russic, like the potato russic. The potato lady. Yeah. The potato lady.
<laughs> and you did it. You got it this time. I did. I practiced. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not what I want to ask. I'm not sure how to. No, that's not the best word. <laughs>